Good morning, it's Tuesday the 2nd of October 2018, it's half eight in the morning, I'm sat in my living room, candle lit, cat on the windowsill, nibbling on her toes as only cats can, (laughs) incense burning, roses threaded in my cascading ivy and I felt like I wanted to speak to you. It's one of those rare times when I don't even know what the message is gonna be, so let's just be carried on the thermals. I was walking to one of my classes yesterday. It's at a fitness center. It's all spotlights and microphones, very official, hardcore people coming in who taking their workout seriously and they take their yoga seriously and I used to find it a really big pressure teaching that class. It was one of those situations where I experienced fear and still experience nerves um, quite deeply, almost like down to my bones because there's something about performing So there's some spaces in life where performance is required and it's just in the air, it's hanging there. Some things are unacceptable, you need to rise to the bar, you need to be the certain image. But when I was training in my yoga teacher training, I had a dream. So halfway through the course I had a dream. It was a very, very clear dream. It still, to this day, feels like a real happening and spiritually I believe it is. It was a life-changing dream. So in this dream, I was doing my yoga exam. It was going really well. I was really happy. I was performing well. My poses were great. Everybody was enjoying it. And then halfway through the exam, for no reason, I keeled over to the side, I hit the mirror and I died. And in that moment I went up to what we would call heaven. I experienced divine union, oneness, love, and it was beautiful. And my teacher in the dream, he obviously wasn't too impressed that I died in my exam. (laughs) Not the kind of thing you tend to do (laughs) in front of your students. (laughs) And um, it was his first teacher training course that he taught, so he just rushed over in his dream and just very firmly (laughs) called me back. (laughs) Took about two minutes. (laughs) But he brought me back to earth and... uh, As soon as I came back into my body in the dream, I was aware of the fear. There was so much fear in my body and it was like toxins and judgments. They were like toxins. All the thoughts and feelings that we think of as normal in this earthly life, because I'd been to this other realm that was pure, the purity that I came back with didn't mix well with the toxins of fear and judgment in my body and I just could not stop being sick. So first I died and then I vomited. 
not your ideal student <laughs> for once I'd stopped being sick. I was clear. I was like this still lake and it's like I brought heaven to earth. It was amazing. This is all still in the dream and I knew I would never be the same again. And when I woke up from the dream, I literally woke up in my bed. I just burst into tears. I was sobbing, I didn't know what was wrong, and I was so deeply affected by this dream. And almost instantly I knew, as a teacher, don't perform. You're gonna have to walk this, you're gonna have to find out what this means, but don't perform. Transform. And those were the words, don't perform, transform. And I got the feeling that if the yoga is true and it's transformative, you can take it anywhere and it will transform people. You can take it to a hospice, you could take it to homeless people, you can take it to the deepest, darkest corners of the world with the most suffering where people feel the most helpless. They're really not going to be interested in sparkly, tight-ass leggings, perfect downward dog poses. They need yoga. They need that yoking, that union, that heaven on earthness. So find out what that is and bring it to the world. Don't perform. Transform. And there was a whole series of synchronicities that happened after that to do with butterflies. I won't go into that now, that's another story and the other people involved, I need to ask their permission if I can tell their story to weave into it. If I can, I'll do another podcast. I'll tell you the other half of this story. But just so that you know, it was really, really strongly confirmed. This dream was really strongly confirmed. And sometimes I get this feeling of heaven on earth with the most down-to-earth things. So I was walking to this class yesterday. I call it my kick-assana sassana class. So it's like it's sassy kick-assany. <laughs> and I've learned to love those students. They're not half as scary as I thought they were. There's a lot of laughter there now, a lot of smiling. And... I walked through a park and I had the familiar nerves in my stomach of what if I don't perform well enough this time? What if this? What if that? What if I let them down? What if I look weak? What if they see my weaknesses that are really there? What if, what if, what if? All these underlying nerves that often come before performing rather than transforming. Hard not to perform when someone puts a head mic on you and you're covered with spotlights. <laughs> So um, I walked through this park and I was just, my breath was stolen by the most beautiful flowers in this park. It's not a be particularly beautiful area of Coventry, but somebody had planted Nicotiana, this really long stemmed flower with um, like an explosion of white trumpet. That come from it it's and it smells divine it smells like heaven on earth and then next to it were these long stemmed red flowers again at the top of the stem was an explosion of these red flowers I didn't know what they were I've never seen them before 
there was a purple rose. It was literally like a dusty, dusky purple. And because it was so unusual and so beautiful, I doubted that it could also have a fragrance. I smelt it and it smelled divine. I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. So I went round the roses and I was sniffing and I was looking at the flowers and there was just this moment where time just stopped and I was captivated by beauty. Utterly my breath was stolen from me. And there's something in life about seeing the beauty. There's something about having those moments where it's not about performing, it's not about being functional, it's not about being better, it's not even about the psychology of enlightenment. It is just about being face to face with raw, simple beauty and you are that beauty. There's a raw and a realness to you that you don't have to perform to get there. There's something about you that is transformative in the world and it might be your weaknesses. It might be your broken bits and when you share them, someone else recognises the fellowship in that wound. Oh, I've been there. Oh my God. I've been there. And there's something about knowing and being known. And so just transform in the world through not performing. Just try it today. How can I drop my performance a little bit more? And we don't even know we're performing half the time. How can I be more real? I say it all the time, whenever I come into Warrior One and your hands are in prayer and you lift your hands and your arms are strong and it's like a sword. Like if your neck's okay with it, look up to your sword. This is your sword of truth. How can I be more real? How can I be more real in the world? Because when you're more real, your heart appreciates it so much. It exhales, breathes a sigh of relief in this inner glow like a firefly happens just through you being allowed to be real. And the people around you feel that realness and they're like, oh, thank God, maybe I can be more real now. And you don't even know you're not being real half the time. There's a scale of realness. Maybe, well, you are, we're all on the scale. Maybe you can slide a little bit further down the scale of into radical realness, how radically real can you get? Really? Because there's not gonna be anything you can say that there's not some part of another person that recognizes what you're saying when, you, when we drop our judgments. We're all on the scale of everything. It's just amazing. It's amazing the fellowship that can happen through being real, transforming instead of performing. So, saying all of that, I wish you a beautiful, deep, love-filled, peace-filled, beauty-filled day. And if there's anything that you want to share, anything you want to share at all from this and, and any stories, whatever, I will weave them into other podcasts if you give me permission. So thank you for all the feedback that you've been giving, um, particularly on the... Uh, destination destiny it's it's been gorgeous and I'm processing all of your words I'm processing and then when it's fully digested it will be woven into the next podcast